This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. In today's episode, I want to share with you guys my heart and a revelation I got this week. Last week, we didn't have a, a real-time episode. I did a throwback to one of my favorite episodes. The original title was Rewire Your Mind. And I reposted that episode mostly because I needed it. <laughs> To be honest with you, because the last few weeks, really since this year has started, it's been really tough for me. And this podcast has always, from the beginning, from our old name to Blessed and Bossed Up, has been heavily about the journey. You know, at first it was about the journey of entrepreneurship. Now it's about the journey of making God the CEO of your business. And there are times where we're going to go in on scripture. There are times where we're going to go in on business. There's times where... Uh, we're going to tackle these different topics, but I do want to make sure that we're, there are also times where we're able to just talk about the mental and emotional sacrifices and things that we go through living this life. And the last few months have been really tough for me. I've felt very weighed down, very tired. And I'm somebody who goes to bed. <laughs> Everybody know, don't text Tatum past 930 because she ain't responding to the morning. Obviously, you know, but even someone who gets their rest in the evenings and things like that, I just, I don't know. I've had, I've been in my head a lot and almost like I was living outside of my body, if that makes sense. And there have been times where my husband is like, what's up? Like, you good? You ain't smiled in like two days. What's what's going on? You you okay? Anything you want to talk about? Like he's looking at me like you're something's wrong. What's going on? And I hadn't even been able to articulate it to him. I'm like, I don't know. You know, I have so much to be grateful for. And God has blessed me so much. 
I just don't know what's going on. And we even have a um, prayer call within the host of the society where we come together and it's an opportunity for us to pray for each other as well as pray for our group. And we always ask each other, like, what's your prayer requests? And then we cover each other on the call and pray for our community. And I couldn't even articulate what I needed prayer for. And I'm a communicator. I'm able to articulate things that are complicated. I'm usually good at that, but I just didn't have it. And I found myself just really, like I said, living outside of my body, if that makes sense. Just being heavily in my head and not really present in the moment. And I needed to bring myself back on track, but I just didn't know how, and I didn't really know how to figure out what was going on. And it wasn't depression. I wasn't sad at all. I just wasn't my best self, and I wasn't living a life of peace and joy. And those are things that are my, that are my right as a child of God. You know what I mean? Jesus is the, the prince of peace. So why am I walking around not having any? Joy is biblically defined as awareness of God's grace. God's grace is all around me. So why am I not being aware of it? And it was really one of those times where I needed to check in with myself to figure out what the problem was so that I could course correct. It was even getting to the point where like my prayer time was different. I didn't have like I would have my prayer points for other people that they were saying and I write it down and I'm seeking God for them. But even then, the, the time it was just different. And it came to the point this week because this has been like up and down really since the year started. And, and what happened was the end of the year, Christmas, me, BJ, the baby, we all had COVID. We get over COVID. We start the new year. Anchor Media, new management service, has like multiple new clients that are starting at the top of the year. We have a new cohort of uh, academy students, uh, which is our program for new and aspiring podcasters that's starting at the top of the year. We have the podcast anniversary. We have a new product that we're um, putting out, which is our um, which is our limited edition God is my CEO prayer journal. We've really hit the ground running, taking on new clients. Um, I started a new business, uh, Anchor Media Studios, follow us on Instagram, which is at its core, it's essentially um, a real estate business. So a commercial real estate business at its core. And so we're in the middle of a real estate deal right now because we're buying a property. And so it's a lot going on. Great things, exciting things, things that I pray, I pray for this life. The, I remember the last time I felt like this was when God first told me to leave my job. And when he told me to shut down my business, these, these are similar emotions that I had back then. But the, but it's different because back then the root of my emotions was like, God, what's up? I, I'm being obedient and you're not, I don't see the fruit of that obedience. Like I'm, I shut down my business. I've been the most obedient I've ever been, but I'm not seeing the result of that in my life. So that was the root of that frustration then. But here I am, however many years later, I think that was like five, four or five years ago. So here I am now 
with so many of the things that I, that were once just tears in my prayer journal, he has blessed me with. So what's the problem? And I watched a sermon. I usually don't watch sermons um, because I, I like to just read the word for what it is and not necessarily somebody else's um, colorful interpretation of it. So a friend of mine sent me the sermon though. And sometimes sermons are helpful for me when I can't find the words and I'm off. I can just hear it communicated and I'm going to go back and read it for myself. Um, but a friend of mine sent it to me. So I was like, all right, let me check it out. I finished my work for the day early. Let me check it out. So the sermon was great. At the end, he said, um, he just talked about being vulnerable and just telling God how you feel essentially, which is something I tell you guys all the time, <laughs> but I needed to take my own advice and I tried to, but again, I couldn't find the words to really articulate what was going on. And my prayers really had been like, God, fill me up. God, you know what, I, you know, my heart, you know what I need, uh, all general things like that. But what I really needed to do was spend some time with myself to get to the root of what was going on and then take that specific problem to God. And so um, that sermon really just triggered that for me. And so after I finished watching it, I was like, okay, God, look, something's wrong. I'm not operating in joy. I'm trying to find, I'm doing the things that I've learned to do over time, right? I'm Take, I'm pulling out things from my happy list. I'm going for the walks. I'm going to Target and I'm doing, you know, taking myself out to eat all of these things, but they're not working. And what God began to show me was that I operate on a day to day from a air, from a, a space of responsibility and not a space of rest. And I was like, tell me more. <laughs> But the problem was all of these things that I listed and more are amazing, right? They're, they're blessings. They're things that I, like, I can't even, I can't even articulate how grateful I am for what God has done in me and in my life. But with these great things comes responsibility. And because my heart posture is to be a good steward and to serve God well, that's how I show up. But it's also my responsibility to rest and abide in him and he abide in me. And from that rest and that abiding, that's how I'm going to bear much fruit. And it really, what I, I feel like God just really reeled me back in. And I want to share this with you guys because I believe some of you guys need to be reeled back in because you're in the space that was once a prayer point. And it's very easy. And I'm learning this now. Like it's very easy to get out of that place of rest and get into that place of responsibility. And the problem is, when we are abiding in God and, and he's abiding in us, right? We're able to pour from a, while simultaneously getting refilled. So it's impossible for us to be weighed down. It's impossible for us to feel stretched thin and, and burdened down and heavy because we're constantly being replenished through us being connected to God and abiding in him. 
So for me, I didn't think I wasn't abiding in God because I was still, you know, spending my time reading my word. I was doing all of the things that I have learned to do over the years. But in this season of my life, that abiding is going to have to look different in order to to sustain the level that he's elevated me to and in order to grow. And I'm grateful that he reeled me back in because it forced me to then reevaluate how I've been doing things thus far and how things need to change for my current season and potentially for seasons to come because it might need to change again. But one of the things was like, even as I was, I discussed a few minutes ago, just going to my happy list and doing the things, the things on my list are great for like just that day-to-day disconnect, normal, regular stuff. God don't have me doing normal, regular stuff right now. So those rewards need to be a little bit bigger. <laughs> I was saying in our group chat, um, I was telling Rosalind, I was like, I, I can't go to Target for buy, like to reward myself for buying a property. Those are not equal. <laughs> like I, buying a property is huge. Starting a business that already has a multi six figure asset is amazing, and do and going to Target or going out to eat is simply just not going to cut that, or it's just simply not going to cut it. They don't they don't equal, and I guess it's being humble to a fault because I guess my reward system just ain't caught up with the stuff that God has me doing. But again, that him reeling me back in was huge. So then I started looking things up because y'all know how I do. And I went to one of my trusted uh, places, which is BibleStudyTools.com. And I looked up rest because I wanted to see what scriptures they pulled together and how they articulated it. So, and I'm going to read it from there. They said, rest, most uses of the noun and verb in the Bible are non-theological. However, the verb and noun take on theological and spiritual meaning in relations in relation to God, to the people of both the old and new covenants, and to individual believers under both covenants. The most significant theological use in the Bible is found in Hebrews 7, 3 through 11. And then it goes on to say, this one was big to me, the Old Testament, Yahweh, the creator of the universe, rested from the act of creating on a seventh day. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all of the work he of creation, the the Old Testament, Yahweh, the creator of the universe, rested from the act of creating on the seventh day. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all of the work of creation he had done. God contemplated his own work knowing that it was good. And it made me go back to Genesis for myself because I told you I always got to go back and read things for myself and in different translations and things. But in Genesis, the first book of the Bible, chapter one, verse 31, it says, then God looked over all he had made and he saw that it was very good. And this is a a key component of rest. And maybe in the next episode, I can actually put together a strategy for how we can um, operate from a place of rest and and not responsibility. But for this episode, I just want to share the revelation. But God created everything. And after he created it all, first, before resting, he looked back and saw, what did it say? 
it looked, he said that God looked over all that he had made and saw that it was very good. So God took a moment to appreciate all that, the work that was done. And for me, I think that when I read that, I was like, that's something I don't do. And I ain't doing nowhere near what God was doing. Like <laughs> I ain't creating, I ain't creating the whole heavens and earth and everything in between. I ain't doing that. But God, after creating everything, took a step back and was like, it's good. And then rested. And it, it gave me now a strategy, something that I can't overlook in my day-to-day life, which is, of course, resting and abiding in him. And again, another episode we can go into like really teaching mode with that, but I just want to share the revelation. But really taking a um, taking moments and being very intentional with it taking moments to to take a step back to see like it was this is good and not good as far as what we can do but being aware of God's grace the definition of joy and this is something i felt like i was missing over the last few months was joy and joy is biblically defined as awareness of God's grace So a lot of my struggles is I was spending too much time in my head. I was spending too much time allowing um, the responsibilities of the blessings be my focal point and keep me disconnected from being aware of God's grace in the little things. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to. I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users and 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. 
Now, listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the gross, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing in accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. With the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. netsuite.com slash blessed. And that was big for me, y'all. That was big for me. God really reeled me back in. And I'm so appreciative of that. And I wanted to share this with you because, again, I feel like some of you guys, God is trying to reel you back in so you're not burdened down by the responsibilities of the blessings. You're not going to build big things and they not feel heavy sometimes or the, the work that goes into it is not a lot. It is. And I'm hoping that this, me sharing this revelation opens your eyes up a bit to it because it's easy for us to stay in that place and not get pulled back. And that's why making sure that we're spending time with God and, and really seeking him and being relentless in pursuit of him is so important because he's able to course correct and say, hey, Tatum, you're getting it wrong right here. Come back. I need you to realize where the disconnect is. I need, I'm trying to show you something so that you can have that joy and that peace that surpasses all all understanding. That's your right to have. And I'm, I I can't even tell y'all how grateful I am for God reeling me back in. Cause if not, I feel like I would have just burnt myself out or just continued to just work and be focused on the blessings and not even, or the work of the blessings and not even be able to enjoy it. There's so much to be joyous about. But again, I was letting the responsibility of it and moving from that, that or operating in a place of responsibility and not in a place of rest. And that's where I've been getting it wrong. And I love when God pulls me together because it's from that place that I can repent and that I can do better moving forward. So I'm going to stop the episode right here because I just want to let that marinate for anybody that it resonates with. So if this resonated with you, let me know in the comments of the YouTube video. And next week, let's get into, and I'm going to really seek God on this because this is my life, right, too, and I'm here. I'm going to seek God on really the strategy on how to operate from a place of rest and not responsibility. And we'll get to that hopefully next week. But that's it. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you uh, rate the show. 
follow us on Instagram at Blessed and Bossed Up and follow me at Tatum Tamia. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week.